Welcome back, everybody, to Boozy Bracketology, where we believe in three things. Strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. This month, we are looking at a really fun bracket for y'all. There's so much wonderful food in this huge, amazing, messy country that we live in. And our three panelists are going to get to decide what classic American dish is the best of all time. A, a thing that no one has ever had a strong opinion about anywhere else outside of boozy bracketology. But here we are. We are blazing some trails here. We're going to let's without further ado, meet our panelists going from north to south. We start in oddly enough. Alabama with uh, <laughs> Nikki. Somehow um, you are the furthest north. I'm the furthest north in Alabama. Wow, look at this. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, so um, it's good to be back at Boozy. I haven't been been in a while, uh, so it's good to be here. Um, I'm drinking a old-fashioned for the night, so excited to drink it and talk some yummy food. Everything on here is classic delicious. drink for some classic uh, dishes. It is. It's very Americana. What can I say? Great. Um, well, we'll move a little bit further south to uh, you know, a lot of these dishes involve a lot of butter. So it is only <laughs> fitting that we have a guy from Lando Lakes, Florida, uh, Jeremy, a professional chef, giving his opinion. Yes, Jeremy, hello. how you doing? What you drinking? Hey, I'm good. So uh, actually, I just realized, um, you know, after all of that getting ready that I um, only still have my Coke Zero. So I'm going to go ahead and stick with this for a little while, but right. it's almost gone. So I'll, I'll switch it up shortly. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, and last but not least on our panelists, you know him. You, okay, kind of like him probably? <laughs> <laughs> From Tampa, Florida. Let's give it up for Chris. Chris, how you doing? What you drinking? Jeff, yeah, my friend. Got pop. I got a bottle pop. Uh, because on the last uh, round of recordings, uh, Nikki, your husband, and uh, Jeremy, your friend Jeff, were just ripping me a new one about my taste in beer. Because apparently Oktoberfest isn't a pumpkin beer. Sorry. I made sure I grabbed the pumpkin beer so I can try it and prove that I don't like pumpkin beer. This right. is a Samuel Adams Jack O Pumpkin Ale. Uh, What's the verdict? Do you like it? Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> Damn it. That's not bad. <laughs> we will that's never say that Mike Mott is right, so it's fine. That's, that's, that's not good. That's bad. Good, uh, a, a good philosophy to go through. That's uh, true. I want to give a... I do want to give Never Jeremy a shout out. Jeremy, uh, for those of the listeners that I don't know, Jeremy was our first ever Patreon subscriber. Oh. So Jeremy has been uh, loyally supporting the show for a while. Now, Jeremy, my friend, I thank you for that. Um, we've gotten to know Jeremy over the course of the last year, of the course of the last couple of years, but thank you couple and your now, wife. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, real quick. So our listeners, you, you, you're a professional chef. You and your wife also have a travel vlog. Tell us about that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I actually, so my full-time job, one of my first full-time jobs, um, I'm a culinary teacher here in Lando Lakes, um, at Lando Lakes High School. 
So um, I teach, you know, high schoolers, um, ins and outs of the hospitality industry, culinary, um, the A to Z's. Um, and then, yeah, my wife and I have a travel channel um, on YouTube. So we are the Savory Suitcase. So we started out just doing stuff around Florida, trying to do like unique Florida stuff. Um, but we, we kind of started branching out and we, we film all of our adventures. Um, a lot of them, you know, obviously are based in Florida, you know, quick weekend trips or, you know, special things going on in Florida. But uh, our, our Alaska vlog is up, our, our Colorado vlog. So we've, we do our bigger stuff, too. And uh, third full time job um, is uh, my, own, my own bakery out of out of home. So I have my own side business. Um, I just actually just finished baking since I got walked in the door after my first full time job today. So, yeah, don't undersell that. Yeah. This is an award winning bakery. <laughs> you don't sound like you're busy at all. Like, yeah, let's, no, let's, what are you doing? Like slacking <laughs> off over there? Listen, Jeez. sitting sitting right now instead of being in the kitchen, I'm 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 thinking of all the things that I got that I got on my list. But uh, I'm super happy to be here. I'm really excited that uh, Chris asked me to to join you guys tonight and. Um, yeah, I'm real happy to be here. It's cool. This is gonna be fun. Yeah. What's the name of that bakery, by the way? Just so our, uh, so uh, it's our, uh, Sunshine State Sweets. Sunshine State Sweets, a nice tongue mm-hmm. twister before you yeah. uh, before you get the uh, the tongue pleasers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna start off with a uh, a play in game tonight. I've got my uh, uh, homebrew here, a sage saison. Um, Brewed right downstairs from where I'm sitting here in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, and you know we're all uh, we're all from the southeastern U.S. Here, we're sure we're going to have some interesting opinions on some of this stuff. Uh, one of our first contestants is a Southern tradition grits. It's fellow number eight seed home fries. Nikki, which one of the, uh, those yummy side dishes are you choosing? You know, it's so funny because, yeah, I think this one is also where you live a little bit. Because when I lived in California, I don't think anyone ever offered grits. And I, but I was born in North Carolina. I always had grits for breakfast. But when I moved to California, they looked at me like it was crazy. It was like my cousin Benny, like, what's a grit kind of thing. <laughs> so they're both delicious. But I think when I'm sitting down at a restaurant, I just feel like grits are more like, that's just what I want. Um, out of breakfast. So I'm going to go for grits. I think they're a little more fun. I mean, home fries are good, but I feel like you can get a lot of potatoes. Grits are a little bit more special for breakfast. So I'm going with grits. Grits has its first vote, courtesy of Nikki. Uh, Jeremy, how about you? All right. So, yeah, man, that's tough. Uh, So I I definitely agree with what Nikki said with, you know, like the regionality of it all. Um, A lot of people aren't going to be familiar, aren't as familiar with grits. Um, I, you know, the potatoes, super versatile home fries, like you can do a lot with them, um, kind of, you know, dress them up to fit whatever region you're in. So I think just based on versatility alone, uh, I'm going to go with home fries. I'm going to throw a wrench in it. We have (laughs) our first tie in our first match. It's going to go to Chris, but see with three panelists, we don't get buzzer beaters. Which means that I get to throw off the buzzer beaters. And I think that it's very true that home fries are, are versatile. Uh, potatoes you can do a lot with. But grits you can basically put anything in and it'll taste awesome. Lots of butter. Lots of cheese. Lots of random jams here and there. You want to mix those in? Cool. Go for it. 
When paired with shrimp, it's an unstoppable combination. Mm. Uh, that's that would be the way I would lean, Chris. But what are you going to say? Uh, you you made the the analogy earlier that the entire panel is from the southeast. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this from my almost jet black hair that is thinning in recent years, or <laughs> my vague. I don't have an accent, but some people say I have an accent. I am not from the Southeast originally. I'm from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Uh, But I've been down here for 30-something odd years, so I consider myself a Floridian, not a Southerner. With all (laughs) of that being said, with all of that being said, I went to college in a town called Tallahassee, Florida. (laughs) And there is a breakfast spot out there. Jeremy, you know what I'm talking about. Jim and Milt's. Mm -hmm. Jim and Milt's on Pensacola Street. And that is where I got where I got introduced to grits, these little, tiny, fluffy pieces of soggy heaven. <laughs> now I'm glad Nikki brought up my cousin Vinny because how do you like your grits? Regular, creamy, or al dente? But <laughs> al dente, by the way, I have never had it. I want to. One hundred percent. This isn't close for me. Nikki hit it spot on. Potatoes are versatile. I love potatoes. There's other ways to consume potatoes, especially for breakfast. Home fries are fine. My problem with home fries is that they're crisp on the outside and they're soft and mushy on the inside. I'm going to eat them all because it's potatoes, but I'm going to have grits all day long. And grits takes it two to one, moves on to the main bracket. We move down to our second play-in game on the breakfast side of the bracket here. Uh, That would be the seven seeds. Your first seven seed is donuts, and your second seven seed is chicken and waffles, which people are having for breakfast for some reason. <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> you're the first uh, one here. Go for it. Oh, man. You know, so so I got to say, is I, I, was, I was exposed to a different type of donut when we were in Portland. Um, and that is the, it was a potato based donut. Listen, not to go back to the home fries. We're done. That's fine. But (laughs) potato based donut. (laughs) We talked about the versatility of these potatoes. Okay. So let's talk about that. Um, no, but so the, you know, I think donuts, like they've totally evolved over the years. And I think, you know, in, in every culture, there's some form of a donut, um, I think breakfast wise, like where else could you get away with eating something so sweet um, and so full of just ridiculousness? Um, I got to go with the donut, I think. Um, you know, I've, I've had a lot of really awesome donuts across the country, um, and but there are still many more out there to uh, to explore. I think donuts definitely for sure. Donuts jumps out to an early lead, Chris. This one's tough for me because these are two foods that, if you get them fresh, fresh made, they're actually both amazing. Donuts fresh out of the oven are, are, are amazing to have. Chicken and waffles fresh out of the oven. You get a really crisp, fluffy waffle. You get the nice piece of chicken on top of it. You get to either it either comes with a a maple reduction or you get to pour some maple syrup on top. It's an amazing, amazing dish. But if you don't get them, if you don't get them warm, what are you left with? You're left with an Eggo waffle. And a piece of Tyson chicken, if you want to do the home version, the college freshman home version, or you have the baked at five a.m. still in the in the cabinet at Seven Eleven glazed donut, 
and they're both just really disappointing at that point. Um, I will say that when it comes to highs and lows, the highs and the lows both go with the chicken and waffles. The If you ever go to Hash House of Go-Go in Vegas or Reno or Orlando, the chicken and waffles they have there is top-notch. It's phenomenal food. Yes, Jimmy, they're huge. It's huge. It's literally, <laughs> they have a skewer through the top to keep the chicken on top of the waffles. It's unnecessary. It's, it's unnecessary. No. <laughs> What's unnecessary <laughs> is the amount they give you because I <laughs> ate the whole thing. <laughs> Love it. Um, I actually think I have got to go chicken and waffles here. Uh, I the highs beat it for me. I love you. Give me a really good plate of chicken and waffles. I love it. So chicken and waffles gets my vote. All right, chicken and waffles. Despite not being a breakfast food, it is one hundred percent a breakfast food. <laughs> waffles by themselves are a breakfast food. What what are eggs again? <laughs> eggs definitely a breakfast food. Chicken uh, derivative. <laughs> chicken adjacent <laughs> chicken adjacent product <laughs> uh, we're not going to go into the whole which came first debate right. we're not we're not going to do that, no, no. You can't do that. <laughs> well nikki you can either decide the which came first debate for us once and for all or you can make the decision between donuts and the soul food classic chicken and waffles I mean, I, I kind of see what Jeff is saying, like chicken and waffles not being a total breakfast food. I think it's a brunch food. It's like classic brunch. You have, you know, a little bit of lunch, a little bit of breakfast. And I'm not really like a huge sweet person for breakfast. I like a little savory. So a chicken and waffle is a really great dish, you know, for me for breakfast or brunch, you know. I mean, I think it is. It's just it's for people who brunch. Um, but donuts, like I feel like this is classic American food i mean a donut's like just i think of a donut as being an american breakfast like what other country besides like are you just going to get this like sweet dessert thing for breakfast and we actually count it as breakfast like it's it's a full-on dessert for breakfast and you can you know lots of different things with it you know um it's my my daughter's favorite breakfast is a donut so I'm going to have to go with donuts. I think it's a little bit more classic American for me, but um, I do like chicken waffles. I think it's delicious. All right. Police officers around the country are rejoicing. Donuts (laughs) have moved into the actual bracket. So let's knock out the breakfast region. The winner of our play-in game, Grits, is going up against the one seed, Biscuits and gravy, a hangover classic. Uh, Chris, you're going to start uh, start the bidding off here. I've been thinking about this a little bit, um, and I think for me, even the worst version of biscuits and gravy is delicious. And by the worst version of biscuits and gravy, I'm referring to the Continental Breakfast at a La Quinta Inn. <laughs> Because no matter how rock hard that that biscuit is, the gravy is going to soak into it. And it's still going to be it's going to be edible. It's still going to be good. Um, you can't really ruin a grit. You know, we, we, I think we've kind of discussed that. And my cousin Vinny beat the hell out of that joke. Uh, I love grits. I do grits is a side dish. Bits of biscuits and gravy is what I'm coming to the breakfast table for. Biscuits and gravy gets its first vote, Nikki. Yeah, it's funny when I was when I was uh, creating the bracket, like I 
was looking at classic foods and um, biscuits and gravy constantly came up as number one for breakfast. And I was actually kind of surprised. I didn't actually eat a lot of biscuits and gravy growing up, which is just, we just didn't. Um, Like my grandmother made amazing biscuits and gravy, but my mom like just is scared of making biscuits. She's just like, I'm a Southern woman who doesn't know how to make biscuits, so I'm not going to do it. So we didn't have it. Um, But biscuits and gravy are so delicious. Um, And grits, you know, I think, I, I mean, I think I had grits more than anything else. I think, I mean, I like the instant kind. I like whatever, you know, I mean, grits too, like they've made them fancy. You can get like shrimp and grits and all this fancy stuff. I mean, what's the difference between like grits and polenta? 10 bucks, really. It's like this fancy, we've made it fancy. <laughs> but, I could give you the technical on that. But I <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, he could. I know that I know that they're different, but I'm like, they, they offer me polenta at these restaurants. I'm like, why am I paying 10 bucks for grits? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I have to go biscuits and gravy. I agree with Chris. Even a bad version of biscuits and gravy is usually really good. Like you can have, you know, frozen biscuits and like just a makeshift gravy and it's still good. And there's a lot of different ways you can do it, I think. Um, so I have to agree with biscuits and gravy. All right. The Southern classic is moving on, uh, but not until we hear, we still want to hear from Jeremy. He's All right. So. Yeah, so I mean, I think they, you know, both both Chris and Nikki touched on a lot of the things that I already had in my head. Um, you know, the 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 worst biscuits and gravy definitely beats grits for me. Um, I like grits. I feel like I'm knocking grits a lot. I'm not giving them a fair shake. It's not right. Um, they are still good. You know, grits are grits are awesome. They, you know, they're they're quintessential breakfast. Um, whether you put some sugar and butter in them, salt and pepper, however you like them, you can do different things to them too. Um, but yeah, I, like Chris said, I, um, biscuits and gravy is what's bringing me to the table for sure. All the way. All right. Biscuits and gravy gets the sweet. We move on to the four five game in the breakfast bracket. Number four, the classic bacon and eggs. And number five, that staple of Jewish bakeries throughout the Northeast bagels. Uh, we will start this one with. Who are we starting with? Remind Nikki. me. Oh, is it me? <laughs> Nikki. Okay. <laughs> We're starting this with Nikki, and I will remind you, your host is Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a really tough one because, I mean, I love both of these. Um, and I do think, like, bacon and eggs, that's just, like, a staple for breakfast. Um, you can get bacon and eggs um, pretty much any breakfast joint you would go to they're going to have bacon and eggs. Bagels is a little bit more of like a street food. Um, I mean, they have them at, you know, restaurants and things like that, but it's more something you would, you know, pick up more than you serve it at a restaurant. But I don't, I think bagels are just so different. Like they have, and they're so good with the cream cheese and there's lots of different kinds and you can dress them up different ways. I'm going to go with bagels. I really like bagels. So. A little Lux, a little schmear, and we move on to Jeremy. <laughs> and we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this is a tough one. Um, so I think about, you know, like the best bagel, you, best bagel I've ever had. Obviously, you know, in New York City, you get the Taylor ham, the cheese, the egg. Um, but trying to separate them, if, if we're looking at them separately, I definitely think I'm going to go bacon and eggs. I think my, I think of my guy here, Ron Swanson, right? Give me all the bacon and eggs you got. Um, I, 
you know, it's bacon can be a beautiful thing, kind of like the biscuits and gravy. Even even cheap bacon is is good in its own right. Um, but you know, you can dress it up a little bit with some with some fancy bacon um, or bacon and eggs all the way. Classic. All right, we have a tie. Bacon and eggs at one, bagels at one. Uh, before we pass it over to Chris, uh, I'll weigh in with my opinion, and uh, I think you all probably already know what that's going to be. You go to a restaurant, and you see bacon and eggs on the menu. Are you ordering it? It's it's kind of just like, it's the basic bitch of breakfast. <laughs> it's, it's there. It's, okay, great. You cooked up some bacon and scrambled some eggs. It's what I do when I don't feel like putting in any real effort in the morning when I'm when I'm making breakfast for my family. Uh, but bagels and, you know, you've mentioned in the past the sadness of pulling a you know, non-fresh food out. And that's real bad with bagels. But a freshly made, interesting, inventive bagel. Come on, man. Ain't nothing beats that. You put a little schmear on it and it's wonderful and you know what you can do you could put the bacon and eggs you take those bacon and eggs you put them on the bagel and suddenly they're amazing fully support that chris what do you think i think you and i have really vastly different ideas for what a quick cheap breakfast at home is because i'm not <laughs> making bacon and eggs and grabbing a lender's bagel out of the, out of the fridge and i'm putting it in the toaster <laughs> and that is the definition of the worst bagel you could have <laughs> That's not a bagel. No, it's bread. It's literally circular bread. It's, it's round not a bagel. Bread. Yeah. <laughs> Sacrilege. Don't do it. It's not ba- it's not a bagel. Uh, I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm 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 hundred percent agreeing with Jeff on this one. Um a real bagel is a beautiful thing. I am of the ilk that like the right bagel fresh out of the fresh out of the fresh out of the case that just got made. I don't even need the cream cheese, the schmear, I don't need anything on it. I can eat I can eat it straight, but if you take it and you're gonna stack some bacon and eggs on it, you're gonna put a little little cream cheese on there as well. Don't knock it till you try it. It's delightful, it's delicious, and it's a full meal. Uh bagels are versatile food because you know what? You know, if you want something for dinner, you know you can have bagel bites. Still not a real bagel. Still not a real bagel. <laughs> Still not a real bagel, but uh, no, bagel to me is gonna get my vote here. All right, bagels moves on. Uh, that'll be a matchup between two halves of my identity in the next uh, <laughs> round, but we are going to go to the 3 6 matchup on the breakfast side of the bracket. The hipster favorite and the reason no millennials own houses, Avocado Toast, <laughs> will take on the <laughs> number six seed, the classic pancakes. We're going to start this one off with Jeremy. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a I have a problem with avocado toast. Um <laughs> it just, you know, for me like a good pancake, I think about all the different places I've had amazing pancakes like we talked about Hash House Agogo, like literally the size of a 16-inch tire on a vehicle. Like they're literally bigger than the plate. Um <laughs> They're so good. They're so good. I mean, you can, you know, savory pancakes too. Like, you know, don't just think about like sweet ones for breakfast, all the different ways that pancakes can be, you know, utilized throughout food. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like 
pancakes pancakes for sure i mean avocado toast is great and all like it's simple um but without the right bread in my opinion i i think you're gonna lose i think you're gonna get a better pancake more often than you're gonna get a good a quality uh avocado toast all right so uh pancakes takes its early lead is there an upset brewing chris I'm trying to think of what bread I put on avocado toast because like sourdough is probably a little bit too sweet for avocado toast. Uh, maybe a good rye or marble rye would be a good toast for it, good bread for it. Um, at the end of the day, you know what I don't like? I'm not a big fan of guacamole or avocado. Uh, mm. Pancakes have a, a problem for me in that they always kind of, when, when I finish eating a pancake, I feel like it's just kind of sitting here for about seven days. Um, and they just, I don't feel right after eating a pancake. It feels like it's just like eating one giant biscuit. Um, I'd rather have the biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Still on biscuits and gravy, guys. But no, uh, I have. Uh, I don't need avocado toast. I've had it. I had it once uh, in Reno, actually. So maybe not the best judge of avocado toast is the the casino in <laughs> Reno. But that's where I had it. I wasn't a fan. I'm not a big avocado fan. Pancakes all day. All right, pancakes are moving on correctly, in my opinion. There's some good hipster places to get some really good avocado toast, but come on, it's not that widespread. You don't think of that as like the iconic American breakfast food, right? <laughs> avocado toast? No, come on. I think I don't even think that concept is more than like ten or fifteen years old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nikki, do we have a sweep, or are you gonna buck the trend? Here? Well, I mean, I I think you're me right. Like, did any of us grow up eating avocado toast? And I think all of us are old enough that we didn't grow up eating avocado toast. Um, it's trendy now. And, but you know, it's funny. Cause I feel like it's like all of a sudden now it's on all the menus. Like it was just like this weird thing. And now all of a sudden avocado mm -hmm. toast everywhere. And I like a good avocado toast. Like you spread it on a good piece of bread. I like to put that little everything bagel seasoning on the top. It's very good. Um, but I don't know. I feel like if I crave pancakes sometimes, like that's just something like if I, if I go out for breakfast, because I hate making pancakes. I don't know what it is. I just don't like making them. Even though they're easy with the Bisquick, I just, I always end up burning them. I don't know. So if I'm going to get, go out for breakfast, I'm getting pancakes. So pancakes would, is, would take the sweep. Pancakes gets the sweep. Our panelists clearly are saving for retirement because they're not spending all their money on avocado toast. <laughs> the two seven matchup on the breakfast side of the bracket. That'll close out this region for today. Uh, the number two seed, the breakfast burrito, will take on the donut. Going to start with Chris. So there's a, a restaurant here in, in Safety Harbor, Florida that I love. It's a restaurant called Daydreamers Cafe. And it's this little hole in the wall um, down off of like Ninth Avenue. There's only a couple of seats inside. The rest is all outdoor patio. You're literally sitting on a sidewalk. Um, but there's usually a line. It's like when, when my wife has to work on a Saturday morning, I will get the baby up and we'll go have breakfast at Daydreamers. And I'll sit there. I'll sit my coffee. I'll get the baby her bacon and eggs because my baby, Jeff, according to Jeff, is apparently a basic you-know-what. not saying that about my daughter. <laughs> not using that terminology. But... I'm going to get myself an amazing breakfast burrito. They do such a good job with the breakfast burrito that I'll get it anywhere. Um, it is my my favorite thing. My favorite breakfast food to eat in this entire area is their breakfast burrito. They've got like seven different kinds. Delicious. Cooked to perfection. The They actually give it with breakfast potatoes, not home fries. 
Uh, breakfast burrito to me, though, is also more versatile. I know there's a lot of sweets. I'm not a big sweets guy in the morning. Uh, maybe in my fruit, maybe in some fruit, but give me some, give me some substance. Give me some eggs. Give me some potatoes. Uh, throw some bacon, sausage, some peppers in there. I'm a happy guy. Top it with some cheese. I'm a happy guy. Uh, breakfast burrito all the way. Breakfast burrito picks up its first vote from someone talking about something in Safety Harbor, Florida, to a former <laughs> resident of Safety Harbor, Florida, Nikki. Yeah, I missed Daydreamers. That was a nice little spot. We don't have any place to go around here that we, you know, besides like Waffle House. Um, <laughs> breakfast. Ain't nothing wrong have, with the think, Waffle House. I do love a good Waffle House, but I'm not getting like breakfast burritos at Waffle House usually. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, and this again, kind of a regional thing. Like, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I went to middle school, high school in San Diego, California. Like a breakfast burrito was an art in San Diego. It's just, it's amazing. Um, but the donut too, I just feel like that is just something about like an American donut. Um, like it's kind of iconic. Uh, so I think I'm still going to go with donut on this one. I feel like it's just, to me, it's classic American. Although I love a breakfast burrito. Um, I feel like just more people are going to grab a donut in the morning. All right, we got a 1-1 tie. Jeremy, I pose to you this question. Hmm. If you're ordering a breakfast, are you going to order just a donut? No. What does that count for? Do I look like I would order just a donut? <laughs> <laughs> or just donuts in Listen, general, Jeremy? I'm just saying. No, I'm just <laughs> No, I, I, I'm definitely with Chris 100% on the, on the breakfast burrito. Like, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's, they're, they're great. They're portable. They're easy on the go. I mean, so are donuts, but like, it's not really anything of substance. Right. So like when I think about breakfast, I want something that's gonna, you know, hang around for a little while, you know, not, you know, maybe a donut if you really need something quick, but I, I, I for me, I'm going to go with breakfast burrito. Breakfast burrito moves on. We will of course move on too to the lunch region. We got a couple play-in games here. The uh, first play-in game will be the classic BLT versus that food beloved by kids everywhere, the chicken nugget. Nikki. I mean, this this is actually kind of tough because, I mean, me, I, I love a BLT. I want a BLT, but, like, chicken nuggets, my kids love chicken nuggets, and it is, like, a classic kind of food. Um, but, I mean... I think you got to go BLT here. It's it's superior. So I'm going BLT. BLT for Nikki. Jeremy, what's on your menu? Yeah, definitely have to go BLT on this one too. It's, um, you know, I, listen, I'm not a like raw, like sliced tomato. Don't do it. I, I, I'm just not a big tomato fan. Um, Almost any other application, I'm fine. Don't ask me why. I can't answer the question. It's a goop thing. I, I just, it's, I can't do it. Um, so I would never order a BLT, but I would just without the T. Um, but honestly, I think BLT is definitely, you know, more classic, classic Americana. Good chicken nuggets, you know, they're they're great when they're great, but when they're bad, woof. <laughs> yeah. So BLT this, though, this BLT true. for sure. Yeah, yeah, bad chicken nugget when they're cold and stiff. Mm -mm. Not the move. I believe, was it the movie Five Easy Pieces where Jack Nicholson is in a restaurant 
wanting to order bacon and it's lunchtime and they're telling him they don't serve bacon. And so he orders a BLT, hold the lettuce, hold the tomato, hold the bread. <laughs> I, I think that was five easy pieces. I'm not 100% certain, but every time I see a BLT anywhere, I just think of that. Um, and we'll be thinking of it again in a couple of matches because it's moving on. Uh, is it a sweep, Chris? Um, we talk about you know good versus bad. The best version of chicken nuggets, uh, in my opinion, is going to be the Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets. They are delicious. They're delectable. The worst version of a chicken nugget, and I'll take a lot of crap for this, McDonald's, step your game up. Your nuggets are disgusting. I don't <laughs> think you've made them since 1979. You just froze them, and you're going through chicken that's that old. Uh, no, I'm not a huge tomato fan, but I put it on BLT with some pumpernickel, not pumpernickel bread, with some rye bread. A little bit of mayonnaise, BLT hits the spot. I'm going BLT here. BLT with a sweep. I will challenge Chris a little bit on the McDonald's thing. They, yes, the McDonald's chicken nuggets taste like nostalgia and broken dreams. They are still <laughs> superior to Chick-fil-A's nuggets because they at least have a crunch. Chick-fil-A's nuggets are soggy sadness. I like Chick-fil-A's nuggets. I'm sorry, I do. I'm going to get kicked out of the South for this shit, but <laughs> Chick-fil-A sucks. I'm going to go, I'll, I'll go on that rant. It has nothing to do with the gay thing. They're just, their food is just crap. <laughs> I had to say that. that. I had to get it in there. I got to get, get it off my The grilled head. nuggets at Chick-fil-A I'll take over the fried any day. The grilled nuggets there are good, it's even good. if it's just sliced they're chicken. Delicious, rest. it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's all it is. Let's let's call it what it is. But they're still good. I like them. <laughs> that's fair. They they can't fry anything for shit, so I'm glad that they're grilling things well. So, uh, <laughs> to be fair, they don't actually have a grill there. They're all pre-grilled. What's <laughs> 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 on a skillet? <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. Sorry. What do you think this is, Hardy's? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to the seven seed play-in game. That New England classic clam chowder versus the salad that I can't figure out whether it's named after the baseball player or the county in Georgia, the Cobb salad. Uh, Jeremy, you're going to start us off with this one. So listen, we just took a trip. Uh, we were just up in the Northeast. We just did a whole New England trip. Um, and I obviously um had some some clam chowder that 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 killed man it was really really good um now what was let me see one more time you know a, a cob salad you know it, it's great and all but like everything's just chopped up all small on a neat little rows like i don't i don't i don't need all that it's too much for me um usually it includes avocado i'm not a huge fan of that texture i'm a big texture person with my food um I, I think, you know, a great, great creamy clam, clam chowder, big chunks of clams, no grit. Um, you know, no, no sand, obviously, if you got a really good one, but uh, clam chowder all the way. Clam chowder picks up its first vote. Chris. I'm a little worried, y'all. I'm just going to be, I'm going to shoot y'all straight because I think there's a, a graphic misspelling on the bracket. It's chowder. <laughs> Shout the native new englander corrects my pronunciation <laughs> um 
there's not any surprises where I'm going with this. I don't eat seafood. I'm going Cobb salad. I don't like seafood. I never have, never will. Cobb salad gets my vote. I don't hate it. You know, I don't mind it being chopped up. At the end of the day, I'm going to throw the avocado away. I'm going to mix it up myself and make sure I'm eating it, you know, the way God intended as a mixed jumble. Cobb salad. Like a greedy treasure hunter in the last crusade, Chris chooses poorly. <laughs> and it is a 1-1 matchup <laughs> heading to Nikki. Nikki, are you going to choose a delicious creamy soup or a bunch of ingredients that some dumb fuck just threw into a bowl and called a salad? There's the tag. There's the explicit tag right there. <laughs> right there. We got it. You know you're going to get the explicit tag with me on the call, Chris. That's you true. know you're going to get it. Uh, well, you know, here's the thing. I mean, I mean, I went... I went to college in Boston, so I lived in Boston. I've had some good clam chowder. I've also had some really bad clam chowder. I worked at an Uno's, and like we just microwaved Ooh. that shit. It was terrible. Um, oyster crackers, whatever, couldn't save that. Um, so when a, a clam chowder is good, it's really good. Um, I don't know. I disagree about the Cobb salad, though. I think a Cobb salad is one of the better salads because it has a little bit of everything. I'm one of those people, I like to have, like, you, in, in the salad, like, you can actually take the perfect bite in a Cobb salad. Like, you can little get a piece of the egg, a piece of the chicken, a piece of the blue cheese, a piece of the bacon, all of it in one perfect bite. It's like, it's perfection to me, so I'm going for the Cobb salad. The total ingrates on our panel have chosen Cobb salad for some reason over clam chowder. This is bewildering to me. Maybe it's because you're Let's saying move it wrong. <laughs> Chowda. Maybe if, yeah, if I had said Chowda, would it have uh, gone through? I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about Cobb salad later, I guess. But let's go to our 1-8 matchup in the lunch uh, region. The uh, BLT won the play-in game to face off against the number one seed, Hot Dog. Chris. You're going to start us off this Hot week. dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. All right. Uh, Nikki's doing a little dance. I don't, Nikki, what is that from? I have no idea. It, uh, from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity Okay, dog. that's what it was. Yeah, if you oh. have, like, toddlers, yeah. And Mike is required fact, to name to the do... band that <laughs> sings that. <laughs> oh, oh, shoot. I, what is the band? I know the band, but it went out of my head. You remember? I don't know. Mike will know. He's mad at me now. <laughs> they might be giants. Yep, yep, that one. <laughs> so there's something really American about a hot dog. There really is, um, from the fact that it's just you know leftover meat put together in a packet, to the fact that it's literally sold at every ballpark sporting event across this country, to the fact that it's. 100% regionalized. Every region you go to makes their hot dog a little bit differently. I still remember to this day my dad looking on in horror when I added ketchup to mine. <laughs> my dad uh, grew up in Chicago. It's literally just, it's mustard. That's it. Um, at the end of the day, I'm going to eat 30 to 40 times more hot dogs than I ever wrote BLTs. BLTs might be easier to make. Probably not. But like I go to a lot of sporting events. A hot dog is something I always look forward to having there. Um, regionally, 
If I'm in Chicago, I'm getting the Chicago style. If I'm getting in, in Detroit, I am not getting it Detroit style. Why do you guys steam your hot dog buns? Why? <laughs> no, hot dog gets my vote. Gross. Right? Yes. Right. Meat of questionable provenance between his soggy ass bun <laughs> gets its first vote. Nikki. How we, uh, what's the decision? Yeah, I mean, okay, this, I mean, BLT is delicious, and it's this definitely more, the more grown-up dish here, and I, a good BLT will probably, in my opinion, beat a hot dog, but this is classic, best iconic U.S. food. I mean, what barbecue cookout doesn't have hot dogs on the menu? And if it's a good hot dog, I mean, you can really dress up and have a really good hot dog. Um, You can have, you know, a whatever hot dog, but yes, it is questionable. Uh, I don't know what's in a hot dog. I don't want to know what's in a hot dog. So, <laughs> so um, but I think it is classic, iconic American process goodness. So going with the hot dog. And I'm very glad that you caught yourself from saying barbecue and changed it to cookout because there will never be a hot dog at a barbecue because a hot dog is not barbecue. Yes, yes. <laughs> anyway, hot dog is moving on. Jeremy, uh, is it a sweet? Total sweet. Yeah. Hot dogs, I mean, quintessential Americana, right? You think about baseball games, you think about the family cookout, not barbecue. Totally agree with that, by the way. Um, yeah, just total classic. You can dress them up, dress them down. They could be quick, take your time with them. You know, you have high quality, low quality. I mean, anything you're looking really, really looking for in a hot dog, you can totally always have. Um, hot dog, by the way. I have always hated hot dogs. I, I can't fucking stand them. I don't know why. But they get the sweep and they're moving on. Uh, we get the uh, four and five matchup now. The four seed cornbread will come up against that classic comfort food, the five seed grilled cheese. Nikki. Okay, yeah, I know. I know it's weird to have cornbread in this lunch part, and it's not because it's more of like a side dish. But it came up on every list, like every li- list I had had cornbread on it, and I didn't know where to put it. So that's why cornbread <laughs> is on the lunch because I didn't have enough room to do just a sides uh, part of the bracket. Um, now I love I love cornbread. I'll have cornbread on the side of everything. You know, pintos, chili, love me good cornbread, um, but. I love grilled cheese. Like I could eat grilled cheese all the time. Um, you can have really fancy grilled cheese and put all kinds of, you know, fancy cheese in it. You could have just like those little crappy singles cheese, but it's still good. It's still grilled cheese. So yeah, grilled cheese gets my vote. Grilled cheese takes an early lead. Jeremy. So, yeah, I think definitely, you know, grilled cheese, like when we're talking about classic, iconic, you know, American foods, um, like Nikki was saying, like from the crappy, you know, craft singles, which you can't knock because that's, you know, that's what brings back the childhood memories. Right. Um, not, I don't think too many kids are eating bougie grilled cheese. Um, you know, as little kids, maybe I did, I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, again, it's one of those things you dress up, you dress down, but it still is what it is, right? Like it's one of those things you look for, you know what you're going to get. Um, yeah. Grilled cheese, nostalgia icon. My, yep. For the record, my 14-year-old uses our nice cheddar cheese in their grilled cheeses. Uh, it comes out pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Chris, is it a sweep? This is tough, y'all, because like 
Y'all are doing cornbread dirty. <laughs> cornbread I feel bad for the cornbread. I do too. I do too. It's, it's not a meal. Matchup. It's not really a meal. Tough matchup. Yeah. Cornbread there. It's not a meal. Uh, Could be. There's no. That'd be a lot of cornbread. Uh, <laughs> there's no chance of a money ball situation happening here. Uh, as a side dish, cornbread with a slice of melted butter is delicious. So I'm giving my my mercy vote to cornbread just to hope the cornbread gods will bless me going forward and I can have even more cornbread. <laughs> the mercy vote prevents the sweep, but grilled cheese will move on. We move on to our 3-6 matchup between my four-year-old daughter's two favorite foods. The number three seed, peanut butter and jelly, and the number six seed, the Philly cheesesteak. Jeremy. Oh, why do I have to start this one? Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Um, man. If, so we're talking about the name of the game being iconic Americana, right? Like iconic foods. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like it falls in the same vein as grilled cheese, you know, with peanut butter and jelly. Uh, Philly cheesesteak, don't get me wrong, they're they're amazing. Um, you know, they're, they're – they're great. Uh, PB and J is one of those things though. That's like, you can get them, you know, anywhere across the country, you can get a Philly anywhere across the country, but they're not a Philly unless it's in Philly. Let's be real. Um, you know, so I think, you know, I think for me, classic PB and J strawberry or grape. Let's take a quick vote on that one. Strawberry or grape. Mm, I got to go grape. Yeah. I didn't I'm have, actually... go ahead, Jeff. I'm actually pro strawberry on this one. Uh, my my four year old has gotten me into the strawberry jelly on PB and J's, and good stuff. it is it is quite tasty. Yeah, I don't know if it's recency bias or what, but I had never had strawberry on a, on a peanut butter and jelly until my daughter was born. And she loves the the strawberry uncrustables, hmm. and it could just be a, a a a new taste. But I really dug it. I thought it was delicious. <laughs> It is. Yeah. It is. Strawberry jam. A, uh, a, hidden, a hidden secret. All right. So peanut butter and jelly has its first vote. Chris, does it have a second? Uh, this is interesting to me because uh, I genuinely love both of these. What's bothering me is we, we keep talking about, you know, what's the most iconic peanut butter and jelly is by far the more iconic. But what's the better? Like if you if you say either of these, you're gonna think American food. There's no getting around it. Even a cheesesteak, yeah, you're gonna think Philly, but where's Philly? It's in the freaking US. But like if I'm having lunch, I am one hundred percent gonna take a cheesesteak over a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's not close. Wit or wit out, I don't care. Um also name a peanut a restaurant that serves peanut butter and jelly. Because I can name two off the top of my head that I know serve really good uh Cheesesteaks. Pat's and Geno's. Cheesesteak gets my vote. We're split down the middle heading to Nikki, but before we go to Nikki, I will weigh in a little bit. My four-year-old will eat peanut butter and jelly all day. I, a grown-ass adult, will eat Philly cheesesteaks all day. You trust the kids, or do you trust the adults here? Because peanut butter and jelly, let's face it, that's kids' food. Cheesesteak? Can you go get your cholesterol That's, checked? Uh, I'm, I, I'm not saying I am eating a cheesesteak every day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, 
but I would were the health consequences not disastrous. <laughs> anyway, that's all I really have to say. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yes, a Philly cheesesteak is really it's good. I mean, I I I think no one can deny that, yeah, there's probably more into a cheesesteak and it has more stuff in it and it's definitely more adult and tastes better. But, I, but I, you know, I don't even know if it tastes better. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm a kid at heart, but I still love a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, I still, like, we'll just eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner. Like, it still satisfies me. And I don't know. It's good. It's just, you, it, it is. Peanut butter and jelly, though, you can't mess with too much. I mean, we can't make it fancy. You know, you can't put it on some crazy weird bread. It has to just be, like, classic bread. Like, I mean, and I, I I don't know, I'm debating about crunchy versus creamy, because sometimes I like a crunchy peanut butter and jelly sandwich, sometimes I like a creamy, but I think peanut butter and jelly just it has my heart. I love peanut butter and jelly. Sorry, Philly. Peanut butter and jelly moves on, and uh, Nikki, I'd like to introduce you to the peanut butters of Big Spoon Roasters <laughs> in Durham, North Carolina, because that's some crazy shit. And my four-year-old oh, absolutely loves the really weird peanut butters from uh, the, the. You know, I, there would on. be like some store that like, oh, this is all the classic peanut butter, like has like a, a menu of peanut butter and jellies. I want to go there though. It sounds okay, good. We're getting dangerously close to craft peanut butter, aren't we? Oh, we have gone past the craft peanut butter point, Chris. <laughs> it is out there and it is glorious. <laughs> <laughs> We well, already have our jelly. You know, you know you don't have a craft. Of? There's no craft Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> you can't craft. Well, you don't mess with perfection. Remain a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> you don't mess with perfection. That's right. You could still bouge it up with the wagyu beef. And, you, know, you, should, you could. You could. Don't, not don't try me. Don't try me. We could make it happen. <laughs> Who the hell is out there shaving wagyu beef? <laughs> Assholes. That's it. yes. It's assholes. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stand by that every day. Fair. If anybody puts fair. like easy whiz cheese on wagyu beef, that's just not. <laughs> <laughs> the most perfect combination of high class and I'm low class. I'm crying inside. I can't. Oh, I'm crying. No. 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 Someone's oh, gonna do it. They're gonna put like the spray cheese on wagyu beef. <laughs> We are off the rails. <laughs> Things have just gone real yeah. south. Uh, I, I do want to give one final shout out to Philly and the Reading Terminal Market, which is a place that I could just basically live in if uh, if I were up there more. So uh, good. I, I love Reading Terminal Market. If you're up in Philly, give it a play. Give it a shot. It's like someone took a food hall, debougied it, and made it amazing. Uh, anyway, we move on to our final matchup of the day. The 2-7 matchup between the pride of either Omaha or New York City, depending on who you ask, maybe possibly the Reuben sandwich versus the one that somehow won the play-in game, the Cobb salad. Chris, start us off. Oh, God, I hope I don't have to say this more than once, but the freaking Reuben, guys, it's delicious. It is a whole sandwich that will leave you feeling emotionally stable. <laughs> Name another food that can do that. No, uh, the Reuben sandwich is delicious. It's a, a staple. If I go out and there's a Reuben available, I'm usually going to get the Reuben. I do really enjoy it. Reuben gets my vote. The delicious Reuben sandwich gets its first vote. Uh, Nikki, does it have a second? You know, the 
this is actually tougher for me. I do like the Cobb salad. Don't knock the Cobb salad. We needed a salad on this <laughs> list. Um, this is American I, food, okay? Have you seen American? I put the, the salad. I put the salad that was covered in like bacon and cheese and all that. Like, come True, on. It is not healthy. Like, but it is Cobb a, salads are not healthy. Not healthy <laughs> I mean, but yes, we this have one salad. not going to get the endorsement of the doctors at all. <laughs> no. But I'm agreeing. I, I mean, a good Reuben is good. I mean, I, you know, my husband can't go out to a restaurant and order the Reuben. I mean, if it's on the menu, he's going to order the Reuben. Um, yeah. So I agree that the Reuben is superior, but I do like a good cob salad. So stop knocking the cob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will stop knocking the cob because it's not moving on. <laughs> the Reuben, a sandwich generally created, generally credited to a Jewish guy, despite its flagrant non-kosherness, is moving on. <laughs> Jeremy, is it a sweep? Total sweep. Total sweep. Uh, Reuben, Reuben all the way. Uh, my wife and I, we we both will we'll, we'll get the Reuben anywhere it's on the menu. Um, one of our favorite places is actually Caddy's on the Beach down in Madeira. Um, they literally have the best Reuben you will find. I'll, I would put money on it. Um, they're Reuben. They they house smoke their own corned beef and it's shredded, so it's a little different than normal. But man, it's it's unreal. Reuben for sure. Well, the Village Deli in Raleigh might have something to say about that uh, that comment. However, the Reuben correctly moves on, and that will bring us to an end for our episode today. Uh, to review our. Sweet 16 looks like in the breakfast region. It's biscuits and gravy. We'll face off against bagels and pancakes. The big upset winner will face off against the breakfast burrito. On the lunch region, the venerable hot dog will face off against everybody's favorite comfort food, the grilled cheese, the peanut butter and jelly, and the Reuben will wrap things up in the lunch bracket next time however we are done for today so chris why don't you give us some socials what could where can people find out more about boozy bracketology listen if you're enjoying what we're doing what we're doing here at boozy bracketology and our sister podcast the pub trivia experience you can be like our buddy jeremy here and support us on patreon patreon.com slash p-t-e-b-b your exclusive home for not just a Boozy Bracketology, but the Pub Trivia Experience. Bonus content dropping there throughout the month. Uh, we were in constant talks. We're going to have some new stuff launching at the beginning of next year. Um, but that's the best way. If you can financially support the show, if you like what we do, that's the best way to do that. That money goes right back into making this show sound better. If you say, hey, by the way, Jeff sounds really great tonight. Thanks to you guys, we are able to get Jeff a, mic- a new microphone. So Jeff is doing a, a great job. He's showing it off right now, even though no one can see it. Uh, podcast Jeff, audio only, my friend. Uh, but there you go. <laughs> Giving a little uh, little demonstration there. <laughs> uh, listen, if you listen, I know times are still tough for a lot of people. If you can't, if you can't uh, help financially, I get it. Do me a favor, five star rating, write us a review. That'd be awesome. Uh, check the show notes. You can find where you can find us in all of our social media platforms. Um, but I will give a shout out to ptebb.com slash discord. That is our discord server where we are on there talking. Honestly, it feels like Jeff throughout the day. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah definitely. Going chats about anything. 
Um, it's a lot of fun. You can come hang out with all the PTE gang. One day we'll get Jeremy and Nikki to join as well. But uh, come hang out with us. Uh, check the show notes for the rest of our social media. And our merch store is right there in the show notes. But, Jeff, back to you. All right. Thank you, Chris. And so uh, join us next time. We'll knock out some uh, dinners and desserts. But as of now, I uh, for Boozy Bracketology, I have been Jeff. I'm Nikki. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Chris. Thank you and good night.